<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. And we get a lot, a lot of fucking questions about setting up a training plan. We get a lot of questions in general, which is good, because that means that we can help people figure shit out. But yes. Specifically, we get a ton of questions about splits. So... Let's get down to it. Get down on it. Uh, uh. Also, you're not doing the splits. We're going to talk right. about split training setup yes. today. Yes. Uh, not not going to help you. I mean, you might be able to do the splits by the time you're done if you're that yeah. flexible. But being, oh my God, the flexibility needed to do a splits without wrecking your groin. Yeah. It's difficult. <sighs> so we're not going to do that today. No. Training splits. Yes. So everything you need to know about upper, lower body split plans push-pull leg plans, and how to make them work for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Remember that your mileage will always vary. We will say that every single episode. So if you don't have the results you're expecting to have after the first cycle, don't give up because this is a marathon, not Mm -hmm. a sprint. Greatness takes time and a few tweaks here and there. So does building muscle. It's true. Um, So splits are actually not that confusing. Um, Yeah. If you know what they're talking about in the text. Yeah. So that's the hard thing. And that's kind of why I feel like our podcast exists is we take the text out of the personal trainer manuals and make it palatable and understandable for normal people that don't get paid to do fitness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so upper lower split. That's the first thing we're going to talk about today. You'll see this a lot. So upper lower split. You hear about it on social media. Mm. Um, but you, do you actually know what it is? I mean, if not, we got you. Yeah. And honestly... It's not as scary as you think it is. An upper lower split routine is basically what you think it would be. You break your sessions into upper body and lower body days throughout the week. That's it. Upper lower split. Yeah. It's that simple? You mean that fitness and nutrition isn't complicated? It can be, but for the most part, it's not. Yeah. Uh, People like to make things more difficult than they need to be for the sake of looking fancy. Yeah. We're not, we're not fancy pants around here. No, I'm white trash. (laughs) (laughs) From Denison, Iowa. I ain't pinkies up fancy. <laughs> and I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So uh, the last time we went there, the first time I took my husband there, we went to a bar that had a uh, cardboard box over the toilet in the bathroom. So we are trash. Anyway, yes, a split, yes we are. <laughs> a split plan is going to help you break out 
break out of the old one muscle group a day body pil- bodybuilding mantra. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Thank God. This is going <laughs> to upset some people and it's not meant to attack you. I'm no. sorry if the things that we talk about make you feel like you're being attacked. We're not coming after you. We're just trying to simplify it. It's not, it's yeah. You don't have to train one muscle group a day. Also, a lot of these things that we still hold to be quote unquote true yeah. are myths from 30 fucking years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't trust information that came from the 1990s because it probably wasn't properly vetted when it was released because the internet was not at the advent that it is now. Um, Modern medicine has come a fuck, fuck, fuck load of distance in the 30 years that have passed. Um, Like, oh, I'm going to shake the, push the table over. (laughs) Um, But like when it comes to a lot of stuff in fitness, we don't have, it's not that the information isn't good. It's just that a lot of it's outdated. It's been expanded upon. Since then. Yeah. So like the one muscle group a day bodybuilding mantra can actually hinder your muscle growth. Mm-hmm. If you're only working a muscle group once a week, it's not really going to be a challenge enough to force it to grow. Yeah. You can't, wow. you can't grow Imagine. your muscles unless you're putting them under proper stress. And yes. if you're underworking your muscles, you're not going to find that proper stress. Yeah. So I know that this worked in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and probably before for a shit ton of bodybuilding guys. But guess what? It didn't work for more fucking people than it worked for. Yes, exactly. And that is a lot of the shit that when we come out swinging on Twitter or TikTok or Instagram about this stuff, this is the shit that we're, talking, we're talking about. talking about. BMI, um, fat burners. Uh, fasted cardio, mm. intermittent fasting, all <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. Ketones, also bullshit. My God. Like, and, and you know, okay. The, there's always a caveat, right? There are. In, in certain therapeutic situations from a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. If those your things doctor work. is telling you to do it, do it. Right. I'm not going to tell you to do it. But for the general populace of people, it's a fad. Yeah. Which... We've talked about multiple times on this podcast. Like the ketogenic (laughs) diet can be useful to people with epilepsy, can be useful to people with certain autoimmune disorders, Yes, is not useful to 97% of the human population. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's a fad. Yes. Come on. We're trying to break you out of that because that bullshit isn't sustainable and it doesn't lead to you wanting to be... I mean, everybody wants to be fit at some yeah, point, yeah. right? But we the, doing, be the doing the thing part is really hard, especially when you do the thing based on bad information. Yep. Don't 100%. use bad information, please. Yeah. And there's like, a lot of it out there. There's so much of it. <laughs> uh, research is pointing that you only need three days to recover, uh, which means that you can hit each muscle group at least twice a week, depending on your, depending, depending on, blending. <laughs> I words for money, <laughs> uh, depending on your plan, your goals or your capabilities. Now, this is very important. Your goals, your plan, your capabilities, your capabilities is going to be the biggest piece of this. Mm-hmm. We mention Olympic weightlifting athlete, Maddie Rogers, a lot because we love her. But mm-hmm. she, again, she trains seven days a week. Yep. She has a coach. She is an Olympian. She lives her day around her training and her recovery, and her eating. Like, she is literally 100% dedicated to the cause of training because it's her fucking job. Exactly. If you are a normal person with a 9 to 5 and kids, your training is not going to look anything like what Maddie does, and that's okay. No, exactly. Different goals, different people, different physiologies, different everything. Different strokes for different folks. Uh, One study from the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research says that doing multiple sessions per week is more effective than one. Mm -hmm. Um, The study involved two groups of participants. One group trained each muscle group two times a week, and the other group trained each muscle group one time a week. 
So both groups did have hypertrophy, which what if you don't know what the fuck that is, check out episode 56. Mm. Um, but the hypertrophy growth, the hypertrophy, hypertrophy. Yes. I read it for so long and called it hypertrophy that I'm reteaching my brain how to say it and it's fucking weird. <laughs> but um, the gains were there, but they weren't equal. The two times a week group had almost 7% more muscle growth than the other group who experienced about 4% muscle growth. So almost double the gains. That's kind yeah. of a big fucking deal. Hello. Um, certainly is. So what would an upper body split generally look like? Monday, Thursday, you're doing upper body. Tuesday, Friday, you're doing lower body and abs. Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday is rest. And typically there's a full body day thrown in there. Yeah, you can do. That's why I like lower body and abs because that's a good like yeah. everything from like tits down. You yeah. work that day, those yeah. days. Um, abs, you can do any day. Yeah. Um, do stuff that actually strengthens your core though. Like you don't have to do a million crunches. If you're going to yeah. do stuff to actually strengthen your core, do hollows, do planks, um, do arches, do side taps. Yeah. Um, the Russian twist, eh, the effectiveness of that is out there on whether or yeah. not it actually helps you build abs. It is good cardio though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's surprisingly like, yeah. It's cardio. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more cardio than it is an ab workout. And that's okay because sometimes you need to sit on the floor. You need to sit on your ass and feel like you're dying for 30 seconds every yeah. now and then. It makes you feel alive. Yeah. Um, but don't sleep on training four days a week. Remember, the anabolic part of muscle building is very important. And that happens when you're at rest. Less is definitely going to be more in this case. And when it comes to your breakout of supersets and reps, that's going to be different depending on where you are in your skill level too. Yeah. Um, if you're just starting, you're not going to want to take on, you know, 10 supersets. That's a lot of fucking movements, but like, if you're going to like, I do eight supersets in a workout a lot of times since I've been off for a month and a half or two months, I'm probably going to start with four or five supersets to start and just work my way back up. It's all about making it work for you. So if you get a template from a trainer, which could totally happen, I would send you a template for four days a week. If you can't Mm -hmm. do four days a week, pick the three that you want to do the most that makes you the most well-rounded and do those. Yeah. You can add that fourth day in a month. Yeah. Well, and you can also add, if you want to add a fifth day, you can have four days of, of, you know, an overload program. And then active recovery. Yes. So an active recovery, we've covered a billion times, so we won't dive into that since we're talking about splits today. But upper lower body splits are generally going to be better suited for beginners and less experienced lifters because it's it's kind of like an overall all-encompassing movement plan. Um, which is super great. Even if you aren't a beginner, it's super great just to go back to the basics sometimes. Well, then the other nice thing about split training is too, and we're going to talk about this a little more in the next segment, but um, split training is great because it kind of stacks movements on top of each other as you go. Yeah. And as we've talked about before, no movement actually ever isolates one muscle group unless you're on a machine. Yeah. So if you're doing barbell movements, if you're doing dumbbell movements, if you're doing body weight movements, you have supporting muscles around your body that are helping you do these things. So say you do a shoulder press. After your shoulder press, you're done. You've used your back. Mm-hmm. You've used your delts, your lats. You've used all of your back. You've used your core. Go do a back workout. Go do lat pull downs after you do shoulder press Mm -hmm. because you're doing the antithesis of the press, which is the pull, which is going to recruit the same delts that you just used to push that barbell, but it's going to recruit your lats. It's going to recruit everything in your core. That is how you win with split training. Yes. Because you can stack it on top of each other to make it complimentary. That part is not probably going to be something that you, as just a normal person that goes to the gym, will be able to figure out unless you've been doing it for a while. This is why having a coach is a good idea. Yeah, 100%. Next one we're going to talk about is push-pull leg. 
Um, if there's a specific type of split training we've been asked about the most, <laughs> it is push, pull, leg. Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook messages. It's yes. again, it's basically what it sounds like. It's dedicated yeah. days to push movements, pull movements, and then your legs okay. and abs. Yeah. So it's it's not super hard to figure out yet. It is kind of hard to figure it out. Like, yeah, and knowing what those push pull movements yes. are, um, we're really big fans of push pull leg day when it comes to split training because it's the most efficient method when it comes to splits because it lends to the maximum overlap of movements within your workout and the muscle groups being trained will benefit from that overlap. So when we say push day, pull day, leg day, push day means you're going to do stuff where you're pushing away. Mm. Um, You're going to do chest press. You're going to do shoulder press. You're going to do push-ups, you know, pushing, pushing motions, (laughs) pull motions are the same thing. You're going to do, you know, lat pull downs. You're going to do tricep extensions. You can do all sorts of shit. Uh, push day. You can do dips as well. Yes. Pull day. You can do deadlifts. Um, See, that's the beautiful thing because you can kind of leg day also kind of bleeds into the push pull a little bit. So like pull day, you could do deadlifts and then on leg day, that could be your squat day. Yeah. That way you're not murdering yourself, but you can also use those deadlifts on pull day and then do um, like cable pullovers Mm because that's going to recruit your core and your back after Mm -hmm. you just did all those deadlifts. Um, You could do leg extensions. You could do leg curls. The world is your oyster. You just need to figure out how to take these pieces (laughs) and plug them into your outlet to make them work the best. So um, it's not as hard as it sounds. Yeah. But it is still a little complex. So like if you train bench press, you're going to work your delts and your tries as well as your pecs. Yes. Um, when you train shoulders, you're working your tries again. So it really just One makes of the sense. best tricep movements is a bench press. Yes. And there are different grips with a bench press. If you do the close grip bench press, that's going to rock your triceps oh. more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's safer than a tricep push-up too, because you're not going to have the risk of falling face first into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fun. That just sucks. When you train back, your biceps are pretty involved. So um, again, it makes sense to train bi- uh, biceps right after back to help them get maximum benefits from additional muscle stimulation. Yeah. And if you do like rack pulls, then you yeah. can go do something like um, you could do pull-ups after where oh, that's two pulling motions you might not yeah. want to do that but you can put pull-ups a little bit later in your pull day um do things that are going to work the muscle groups that are already being taxed in the movement before complementary mm-hmm. movements or clutch yeah. um push pull leg splits also going to give you the minimum overlap of movements between workouts which is going to help facilitate better recovery than most split plans so let's talk what? about what this means So we just talked about maximum overlap of movements being good. When we talk about the minimum overlap of movements, we're talking about you're not doing the same movements every single day. Right. Because when you do the same movements every single day, your body gets really used to them and you can either overtrain because you're not taxing your system hard enough or you just get complacent and you you plateau and then you get frustrated. Yeah. You get super frustrated. (laughs) Um, So like that's all well and good, but what does a push-pull leg day look like on paper? So Monday, you could be push day. Tuesday could be legs. Wednesday is rest. Thursday pull. Notice how we put two days between push and pull because those are more, you know, like upper body taxing stuff. Friday, you're going to do a leg day again because legs are your workhorse. You can work those a little harder. Saturday and Sunday, you're going to rest. You could sub out one of those days in the middle. You could take that Wednesday rest day and put an active recovery day in if you want and then take Saturday and Sunday off. Hell, you could have a, have a Wednesday or whatever, yeah, your you active could, recovery day be a cardio day. Yeah, you can stick it wherever you want to. Yeah. And we're going to talk about cardio yeah. too. 
But um, push-pull leg day is going to be better suited for more intermediate to advanced trainers. Mm-hmm. Uh, lifters, rather, I guess. Trainers, it makes it sound like personal trainers. But like you, you're, a trainer, <laughs> yeah. you're training. You're um, but yeah, so it's going to be better suited for those of us that are a little more experienced. But it doesn't mean that you can't do it eventually. Yeah, exactly. So what does this look like for you? Hmm. Um, okay, so what does this look like for you? Um, that's the age old question we get asked always, a lot. Always. How do I <laughs> so, do this? What am I doing? If you're newish, you're going to want to stick to upper lower body day for a little bit until you're feeling up to a new challenge or comfortable with the movements, um, the yeah. basic movements. Then you can rock push pull leg day. And after a while that you can then cycle them in and out and mix and match the days however you want that fits your goals. The, the thing about upper lower body split, that is where you're going to hone your skills. Um, that's where you're going to learn the basic movements. You're going to get really fucking good at air squats. You're going to get really fucking good at, at dumbbell bench presses. You're going to get really fucking good at pushups. When you get really good at those things, then it's time to move on to the more advanced shit. Yeah. Because when you get to the more advanced shit and push pull leg, you could be looking at things like split jerks or mm-hmm. cleans or any of those things. Yeah. Uh, things that if you are just starting on day one, probably if you have the right coach, you might be able to pick it up in the first day. But more than likely, it's not going to happen that way. a lot way. of work. It is a lot of work. doing this, that type of, those types of movements for two years and I still struggle with snatches. Olympic weightlifting <laughs> is a fuckload of repetition. And yeah. that's why you see these lifters lifting seven days a week. That's yep. also part of their sport. Mm-hmm. You have to get the, you don't keep those movements tight under those heavy loads like that unless you're training every day. Yeah, for sure. Um, don't forget cardio. We mentioned mm-hmm. we were going to talk about cardio. So here it is. Cardio sucks. We most of us hate it. But yeah. it is a necessary evil. So work it in at the end of your session a few times a week if you want to keep yourself well-rounded. Let's talk about why you should put it in at the end of the session. Okay. So I used to do this backwards. I, I, oh, we all did. I would run before because I'm like, I have the most energy. Well, mm-hmm. that's the opposite way you should be thinking about it. You want the energy so that your muscles can exert themselves under the pressure you're putting them under. Then exhaust yourself with cardio at the end. And yes. it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, cool. And it doesn't have to be on the treadmill or elliptical. It can be whatever you enjoy doing that gets your heart rate up. Yeah, you could jump rope, you could ride a bike, you could row. It doesn't matter. As long as you know how to use the equipment safely without hurting yourself, you're good to go. Yes. Um, Cardio is, I hate it. Cardio is the worst. But cardio is what helps you be a better weightlifter because you learn how to run under fatigue. Yes. Um, Yep. Um, and, and sometimes trainers will have you do a little bit of hit cardio at the beginning if they want you to learn how to lift under fatigue. Yeah. That's a sneaky trick that we use. So if you do have a trainer that makes you do 10 minutes of hit cardio before you go lift, they're not fucking stupid. They're testing you. Yeah, that and it's a, <laughs> it's an incredible warm up. Yes. Um, if the warm up didn't kill you, you're just fine. Yeah. Um, this is going to be tricky, a tricky thing to tackle, especially if you're new um, to fitness. A coach is going to ease ease in your pain quite a bit yeah. if you can swing it yeah um don't obviously you you're you know your body you know what your body's telling you if you don't have anything left in the tank at the end to put it on a different day or just walk yeah take a long slow walk there's nothing wrong with a three mile an hour walk for 20 minutes especially if you just murdered your legs yeah if you just, you need to flush that lactic acid out yeah. after you're done lifting so you want you want the energy expenditure the big energy expenditure of your workout to be your lifting mm-hmm. that should be your main course Cardio can either be an appetizer or a dessert, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, But don't put your whole ass cardio session right at the beginning because Mm. you'll get into those deadlifts and you're going to feel like like a bag of dicks. What did I do? Yeah. You want to know what a bag of smashed assholes feels like? Go run a mile and then do fucking heavy deadlifts. Or several. (laughs) Yeah. Start small. Don't kill yourself the first week. Look, Mm. I know. 
we all have the best intentions when we start something where it's like, I'm going to do this seven days a week. Full I'm going to be 100% head. perfect. I'm never going to fuck this up and I'm going to do it forever. Okay. It doesn't work that way. Until you don't want to do it forever because you burned yourself out. Because it sucks and it's not sustainable. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't do that to yourself. Start small. Please start small. Start two or three days a week if you're new to fitness. If you are absolutely new, if you haven't stepped foot into a gym in your life or in many years, start two or three days a week. Build you don't have base. to murder yourself. Build no. that base because you're looking for sustainability. Oh, there it is. Uh, get your bingo card out. Um, sustainability is going to win the day for you every single day. Mm. As long as you make habits that you can keep up every day for the most part, you're good. Yeah. So yep. make your fitness one of those things. Don't kill yourself. Nobody wants to go do something they fucking hate. So yeah. don't make fitness one of those things. And here's the thing too. <laughs> you don't work for fitness. You make fitness work for you. Yeah. It's, it's always been, it's been backwards for a really long time. It's super frustrating to me because you have all those plans out there, uh, 30 day fix, uh, blah, 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 blah. That's awesome. The 21 day In kit theory. with the rainbow coated fucking Tupperware. <laughs> right. I, I just, I just want you to remember that you, this is your journey. So like, yeah, you're doing the fitness thing, but make it work for you. Yeah. If you don't enjoy doing something, Find something you like doing that you'll continuously go back to. You know what? Honestly, for my husband, love uh, used to box back in the day, used to run. You know what he does now? Hockey. He loves playing hockey. So that's what he does. And he keeps going back to do it because he loves playing hockey. And that's all that matters. You find an activity that keeps you moving that you like. Yeah. That's how you win. Yep. We, I mean, we have a, a whole entire episode. Like, what is it? What number is it? It's in the very beginning, but we talk about like going to the gym for the first oh, time. Oh yeah. We've got finding your workout soulmate. We've yes. got your first day at the gym, like the first 10 episodes. If you are a noob in the gym, like if you're just discovering us via TikTok today, hello. Um, we've been around for a year. So take advantage yeah. of those resources, please. But you know, if, if I, I think especially, I think it was easiest for me and the most palatable to have upper lower body split the upper lower body splits because I was getting a lot of movements in I was getting used to the movements themselves I was getting used to the machines if I wanted to use the machines mm -hmm. but getting those mechanics down and having those solid body mechanics so that you can then move on to push pull leg day push pull leg day is freaking amazing because you can or incorporate um progressive overload yeah you can you do, can so, do much so much with it it's Metcons, super versatile yeah it's super versatile and that's like it's not any harder than than what it sounds like like it really isn't super complicated i also like lower upper lower splits because especially when you're new it helps you learn the lay of the land at your gym yeah for um, sure um because you're not gonna have fun if you're running from one side of the gym to the fucking other side of the gym every superset mm -hmm. uh that's why it's efficient um, it helps with time management. It helps with building muscle. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, you don't want to be fucking running around the gym all day long. Like, no. I go post go up to my in spot. one area where you're going to be for the day, yeah. and then you're good. I want to do squatty squats and then grab some you know, free weights and have them over there so I can build a superset and yeah. do like some bicep curls if I want Don't to. make your cardio running across the squats. gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't make that Pull your over one of the short little benches, the little tiny ones that are just a seat. 
do some back squats, grab some dumbbells, and then do some Bulgarian split squats. Yeah, and if you have questions, that's why the people work. We at got the gym. answers. Yeah, we do. I that's a that's that. a radio. Please, Radio Shack, don't sue us. All the way. Oh, are they also, even business anymore? Uh, no, I don't know if they are. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. But uh, the other day or a couple weeks ago, I said knowledge is power and asked GI Joe not to sue us. That's actually uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, for those of you yeah. keeping track at home, I was I wrong. Don't know if some of the younger so, folks even know what Schoolhouse oh Rock God. is. We are millennials. <laughs> school okay let's talk about the magical time of our lives in the 90s when we got video time we got bill nye stan goodbody yeah. and schoolhouse rock i Hello. love i to this day still love bill nye the science guy as bill always nye, the science guy if you want to come bill, on our podcast bill, and talk bill, about fitness bill. dude did i tell you about the time i saw him live no he came to the durham one year in like nice. 2014 and did a free speaking engagement and it was one of the coolest fucking things ever because I got to be in the same room as goddamn Bill Nye. It was I so cool. I the shit out of Bill Oh, Nye. I love him. <laughs> He's like our smart fucking uncle that yes. is funny. Uh, as always, if you guys have any questions, guys, gals, um, anywhere in between, if you have any questions, email us, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. We can help you. Like if you need a generic outline of what these splits look like hit us up don't yeah. forget to sign up for uh meathead the meathead athletics announcement <laughs> at meatheadathletics.com so that you can train and get strong with us yeah that's gonna come out after halloween um some stuff happens so that date might get pushed back a little bit but yeah. after halloween for sure Maybe closer to Christmas. I don't yeah. know yet. But um, keep an eye out for that. Meathead Athletics coming soon. I mean, you've seen some of the shit we've done with Meathead Athletics. If you've seen like our movement library videos, some mm -hmm. more of that's going to be coming. Um, and then like we've looked at, you know, I've written training plans. We've mm -hmm. got all sorts of shit ready for you uh, that we're sort of beta testing and just working the kinks out of right now. Yeah. But in the meantime, I mean, you know, you can get the sickest fucking merch in the land at the merch link at meatheadtestkitchen.com or shop.herdatmedia.com. So what are you waiting for there? We've got hoodies, mm. beanies, because, well... Winter is it's, coming. I texted Sasha this coming. morning and was like, ugh, it is not warm today. It is not warm. It's like 43 in Nebraska, <sighs> in Omaha, Nebraska today. I'm not die. a fan. I'm going to die here. I was frozen talking and angry. <laughs> I was talking the other day. I was like, I can't wait for the day soon where I'm wearing Sherpa socks, a pair of leggings, and then covering those with some joggers and wearing a warm up, a tank top, a warm up tee, and a hoodie. Okay, so like, yesterday I started, I do this thing where I start to type tweets and then I look at it for a minute and I'm like, do I really need to send that to the world? So there's a saying in, in Puerto Rico where you're being a drama queen, you're a king, it's K-Papayon. Mm -hmm. So um, I started this tweet yesterday and it was, check on your friends from warm places, we're not doing well. And then I checked the fucking weather report and it was 57 degrees and I was like, K-Papayon, bitch, you're not posting that. <laughs> Um, anyway, so you if you are your one Puerto of those Rican for folks the day. that is uh, from a warmer climate uh, and stuck in the Midwest or uh, the Northeast where it's starting to get cold, we have hoodies it. and beanies. Yes. Um, we love you guys. Thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, show notes will be up at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Yep. Um, we are on all the socials at Meathead Test Kitchen, except for Twitter. We're at MTK Staff. So uh, make sure you hit us up if you have any questions. We're always here. We respond fairly quickly if we don't respond it's probably because we're turning your question into an episode <laughs> or we Thank forgot you. to hit send uh which i am notorious for Fuck, oh my. so i'm the worst um sorry yeah sorry <laughs> sorry we're us <laughs> and uh, i'm not sorry we're us i am but i'm sorry not. that i have weird stupid stuff that sorry I we forget to send messages yeah. back we're busy adults with lots yes. of things to do too we uh love you guys yeah. and until next week we had test kitchen out
Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.